Hey, Mike Baker here. Well, spring is in full swing. And for millions of folks, that means yard work and gardening. Am I right? Now, here's a pro tip for those of you looking to spruce up your landscaping. Fast Growing Trees is the largest online nursery in the U.S. They've got over 10,000 plant varieties and millions of satisfied customers. Save yourself the time and trouble of multiple trips to those crowded nurseries. You know what I'm talking about. Fast Growing Trees is a complete time saver. From fruit trees to houseplants, they have it all, and it's delivered right to your doorstep. Plus, their plant experts are always available for advice. They can tell you what grows best in your area, how to plant, when to plant. It's like having your own expert gardener. And here's the best part. This spring, they have up to half off on select plants. And listeners to the President's Daily Brief can get an extra 15% off by using promo code PDB at checkout. So go to FastGrowingTrees.com and use promo code PDB at checkout. If you're crossing off days on your calendar, well, today is Thursday, September 14th. And welcome to the President's Daily Brief. I'm Mike Baker, your eyes and ears on the world stage. Let's get briefed. We'll begin today in far eastern Russia, where North Korean leader Kim Jong-un has pledged his support to Vladimir Putin. The relationship has moved from the exchanging of friendship bracelets to a full-on bromance, raising fears of a new ammunition deal that could fuel Moscow's war efforts in Ukraine. In a summit that lasted over four hours, the two isolated leaders explored a concerning alignment of interests and the revival of a Cold War alliance. Later on, we'll move to North Africa, where the nations of Libya and Morocco are each grappling with the disastrous and deadly aftermaths of two natural disasters. And in today's Back of the Brief, I have a follow-up to a story from earlier this week, as a key Democratic lawmaker is calling for an investigation into SpaceX CEO Elon Musk over his decision not to support a Ukrainian attack in occupied Crimea. But first, today's PDB Spotlight. The much-anticipated summit between North Korean Supreme Leader Kim Jong-un and Vladimir Putin, which we've discussed previously here on the PDB, is now in the books, and as expected, it looks like the two leaders are pledging mutual support to each other's interests and objectives. And when I say it looks like, I mean Kim literally expressed his complete support for Putin's war in Ukraine. During the four-hour-long meeting, the North Korean leader said, and I quote, We have always supported and stand by all decisions of President Putin. He called Russia's invasion a sacred struggle against Western imperialism. Putin returned the love and adoring sideways glances, talking up economic ties and reminding everyone that Russia was the first nation to recognize North Korea's sovereignty all the way back in 1948. Oh, it's a a long-term romance. So what should we expect moving forward? With North Korea's extensive munitions stockpiles and its large arms industry, there's a better-than-good chance that Kim might be looking to help out Russia with some firepower. After all, Many North Korean weapons are Soviet-style, making them compatible with what Russia has. And what does North Korea get in return? Well, the meeting spot, a Russian spaceport called Bostokny Kosmodrom, might be a clue about Kim's game plan. He likely sees this relationship as a way to acquire advanced weapons from Russia 
that could create a significant concern for the U.S. and its Asia allies. Oh, and speaking of weapons, while all this was going on, North Korea decided to test out a couple of short-range ballistic missiles. South Korea spotted them flying from Sunan near Pyongyang's international airport, heading east over international waters, where they eventually landed harmlessly. All right, when we come back, a double tragedy that's shaking North Africa. Libya and Morocco are struggling with catastrophic disasters that have left at least 8,000 people dead, and many thousands more injured or missing. I'll be right back. It's another morning, and you're all set for work. You grab your coffee, head out the door, and your car decides today's the day it won't start. Panic sets in. You're not just late, you're stranded. Get ahead of unexpected car repairs before they strike with CarShield, the most trusted vehicle protection company. For almost 20 years, CarShield has saved millions of drivers from repair nightmares with low monthly plans that cover up to 5,000 major parts and systems, like pricey transmission and engine engine repairs, and check engine light mysteries. Visit CarShield today at carshield.com slash carlson. Plans include unlimited miles, 24-7 roadside assistance, help with flats, lockouts, and rental car options. Save 20% and get a free quote by visiting CarShield online at carshield.com slash carlson. Don't wait for the next surprise. Choose peace of mind with CarShield. Go to carshield.com slash carlson and save 20% today. Welcome back to the President's Daily Brief. I want to turn now to the Libyan city of Derna, about 190 miles east of Benghazi, where the death toll from catastrophic floods continues to rise. On Sunday evening, two dams in the Mediterranean city burst after a torrential downpour, causing water to surge through the city and drag entire homes with their occupants into the sea. Reports indicate entire neighborhoods have been washed away. The aftermath has been heartbreaking. As of Wednesday, the death toll stands at over 6,000 people, but that's a conservative estimate. Morgues are already at capacity and bodies are beginning to pile up in the streets. Hospitals are out of commission just when they're needed the most. Around 10,000 more people are unaccounted for. They might be lost at sea or under the city's rubble. The United Nations highlighted another grim fact. Over 30,000 people have been displaced by these floods. As rescue teams scramble to dig through collapsed buildings, there's an urgent call for more humanitarian aid. But here's the challenge. The massive damage to roads and bridges has made many parts of Dura just impossible to reach. There are only two main routes open into the city at the current time. And if that wasn't bad enough, the storm knocked out all communications lines, leaving families outside Libya waiting for any word on their missing family and friends. Now, Libya was one of those spots that burned bright in the headlines for a short period of time and has since faded from most people's memories. It was only 12 years ago that the country fell into significant civil war, with various warlords battling and rebels eventually killing the longtime Libyan strongman Muammar Gaddafi in October of 2011. Less than a year later, on September 11, 2012, Members of Ansar al-Sharia attacked the American compound in Benghazi, resulting in the deaths of four Americans, including the U.S. ambassador. Since that time, Libya has been what, in technical terms, would be considered a hot mess. There's no unified government, little to no interest from the international community to get involved, 
and a general sense that warlords, terrorists, and criminals hold sway inside the country. The general in-country chaos and lack of a centralized government have compounded the devastating results of the Derner flooding. Now, as Libya struggles with floods, the nation of Morocco is dealing with the aftermath of Friday's magnitude 6.8 earthquake that rocked the High Atlas Mountains not too far from the bustling city of Marrakesh. The devastation is staggering. Over 2,900 people have lost their lives, and another 5,500 plus are injured, marking this as the deadliest quake to hit Morocco since the 1960s. Imagine entire communities flat. In places like Tinmal, which is about 75 miles from Marrakesh, nearly every house has turned to rubble now, leaving its residents without a roof over their heads. The rugged terrain isn't doing rescuers any favors either. Despite the challenging conditions, international search teams from countries like Britain, Spain, and Qatar are pitching in alongside the Moroccan military. However, hopes of finding any more survivors are dwindling. Interestingly, while Morocco has welcomed search and rescue teams from a handful of countries, it's been a bit hesitant about accepting other forms of aid. Aid groups across Europe are scratching their heads, wondering why Morocco isn't rolling out the red carpet for all the help and assistance it can get, especially since around 300,000 people are in need. The U.S., France, and other nations have offered their assistance, but so far, Morocco seems to be playing it close to the vest when it comes to accepting that foreign aid. All right, in today's Back of the Brief, a follow-up to our story about Elon Musk not giving the Ukrainian military access to his Starlink internet. Senator Elizabeth Warren is stepping in, demanding an investigation into the billionaire's decision because, well, it's Washington, D.C., where politicians can't let the day pass without demanding an investigation into something. I'll be right back. Hey, Mike Baker here. Well, once again, Pure Talk is investing in their customers out of their own pocket without charging an extra penny. Now, you've heard me talk about Pure Talk before, right? How they provide excellent coverage and service with industry-beating rates. And now, I'm happy to announce that Pure Talk is also providing international roaming to over 50 countries. That's right. As you plan your summer travel, make sure your wireless provider has you covered at home and abroad. PureTalk already puts you on America's most dependable 5G network, but now they're giving you coverage in over 50 countries as well. Unlimited talk, text, and plenty of 5G data for just $20 a month. Look, that's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. Bring your phone, and PureTalk's eSIM technology makes switching so simple. Or you can get great savings on the latest iPhones and Androids. Make the switch to the cell phone company that I know will provide you with outstanding service and value, Pure Talk. Just go to puretalk.com slash baker, that's B-A-K-E-R, just like you imagined, to start saving today. And when you do, you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Again, visit puretalk.com slash baker to start saving on wireless at home and abroad. Mike Baker here. I want to talk about, well, nobody's favorite subject, and that's debt. Now, being in debt is, well, it's like sinking in quicksand. You're trapped, you, you feel helpless, and the harder you struggle, the deeper in debt you can get. Now, if you're trapped in debt, let me suggest a solution. Done with debt. Now, Done with Debt has created a brilliant new strategy with one goal in mind, getting you out of debt quickly and permanently. Done with Debt 
stops the struggle. First, they stand between you and your bill collectors. Then, they negotiate a plan to end your debt permanently, without bankruptcy and then without loans. They get you out of debt quickly and put more cash in your pocket monthly. But you need to contact Done With Debt right away because some debt solutions, well, they expire and you don't want to miss out. It's easy to get started. Go to donewithdebt.com and get a free consultation. You have nothing to lose. Talk with one of their experts and discover a strategy that could end your debt faster and easier than you thought possible. Visit donewithdebt.com. That's donewithdebt.com. Welcome back to the PDB. Earlier this week, we highlighted the brewing controversy over Elon Musk's decision to not activate Starlink over Occupy Crimea after an urgent request from the Ukrainian government. What was Musk's reasoning? Well, it was clear from the Ukrainian government's request that they wanted to use the Starlink system to target Russian ships docked at the Crimean port of Sevastopol. Musk later explained that he wanted to steer clear of direct involvement in the conflict, keeping SpaceX out of the crosshairs in what he felt could be a massive escalation of the conflict. Now, this story has taken a twist. Fast forward to today. Senator Elizabeth Warren has some questions. Speaking outside a forum on artificial intelligence over on Capitol Hill, where Musk was also present, she's calling for a closer look into those contracts and how Musk, or any tech CEO for that matter, can make such decisions independent of the government's input. She's suggesting that Congress and the Department of Defense revisit the U.S. military's deals with SpaceX, especially after its recent agreement to buy Starlink terminals for use in Ukraine. And a fun fact for those of you keeping score, this is not the first time that Warren has targeted Musk. Earlier this summer, she nudged the SEC to take a closer look at Musk's roles at both Tesla and Twitter. I'm sure Warren's latest call to investigate Musk has nothing to do with politics. Look, Musk runs a company that developed a robust technology, Starlink, that is proving critical to maintaining communications within Ukraine. But he's not the U.S. government. He runs a private sector company. If the U.S. government wants to dictate how the Starlink technology is used to prosecute the war, maybe, just maybe, they should develop and offer the same technology, rather than relying on the private sector to fill in the gaps. But the reality is, the private sector tends to be much better at innovating and developing new technologies. Senator Warren wants to act righteous about how Musk elects to use his company. That's fine. But she doesn't have the right to tell Musk what to do. And that, my friends, is the President's Daily Brief for Thursday, 14 September. If you have any questions or comments, reach out to us at pdb at thefirsttv.com. I'm Mike Baker. Until tomorrow, stay informed, stay safe, stay cool. What is the No Spin News all about? You know that this is a fact-based analysis news program. You know that. We avoid speculation. We don't do conspiracies here. We don't do party politics here. We're not nonpartisan. That's wrong. Not that. Okay, we are advocates for a stronger America and a more just society. We don't believe in communism. We don't believe in socialism. 
We don't believe in nihilism. We don't believe in the progressive woke culture. We think it is un-American. We don't support that. So you should know what we are, and it would then crystallize what we do. Listen to the No Spin News. Subscribe to Bill O'Reilly's podcast feed wherever podcasts are available.